Never mind. Welcome to Exploring Hyperspace Lanes. I'm Adam. And I'm Josie. And before we get into it, I want to address something um, that probably doesn't impact anyone. Um, between the last time we recorded and this time we recorded, um, we migrated servers. So we're no longer on Spreaker. We're now on Spotify. Um, we were always on Spotify, but now the podcast is natively host on, hosted on Spotify. This shouldn't impact anyone. There should be no change in um, in coverage. There should be no uh, adjustment about how um, about what needs to be done for for the listeners. But I have something interesting for you, Josie. Okay. We can we can posit listener questions now. Oh, we can get them. That's yes. cool. We can posit listener questions. Um, but um, there should be no impact. Uh, it's just if you're listening on Spreaker. Um, or if you did listen on Spreaker, you won't hear this, but we are no longer on there. And the same goes for YouTube, because there is no way to natively move the video to YouTube. Um, and to be completely honest, I don't, um, what's the one I'm looking for, um, have the time to make a YouTube video for every episode that I do of all three podcasts. Because there's about 11 or 12 episodes a week that go up. Um, and I don't have the time to do all of that uh, and make a video. It was nice when I did it by itself, but now that it's not doing it, we'll still have the occasional episode that may have a video component, um, but those will be few and far between. But by and large, it'll be available on every podcasting service. Um, and if you go to the website, we have the links for everything. Um, so that's just to get that out of the way. So how have you been for the last week? Oh, grand. How about you? Well, you know, spent an inordinate amount of time in a hospital. Not for me, um, for my grandmother. It's yeah. nothing serious. She's one of those people who's in and out of the hospital so much for the Marriott. She'd be getting a comp room the next time she went in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, um, I spent an inordinate amount of time watching SVU over the last two days. Do you watch SVU by any chance? No. You don't? Okay, so I can't even pause this question to you and get an answer. Because, like, there's one guy on this. I, I don't watch police procedurals usually because it's like I, I don't have time in my schedule to devote an hour to watching a police procedural um so like there's one guy who he's a main character i think his name is carisi he has the most over-the-top new york accent i've ever heard in a mainstream television show okay and it's like uh, okay we were watching up to today it's like Wait, so she came all the way to New York to have an abortion? And I'm like, no one here actually talks like that. Are you sure? Are you saying that I talk like that? No. I get told that I have a New York City accent, or I got told that when we were in college. But I have an accent, I don't... for sure. Do I? Yeah. You definitely have that, that weird Southern accent for someone as far north as you are. That's what we call hick. That's true. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, that was that was a, a fun experience over the last two days. Was that I did see John Wick four, and I did see Dungeons and Dragons. Um, oh, John Wick four is the greatest action movie I've ever seen. It's like three hours long, but it doesn't like. You saw, did you see Avatar yet? 
Mm, yes, I did. Um, did that feel three hours to you? Y- yeah. Like you, you feel like oh, this is a long ass movie. Yeah. John Wick is two fifty. Don't feel it though. Is John Wick for the one, the most recent one to have come out? The one that came out today's Sunday, so it came out on Friday. Oh, okay. Then I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it, it just came out. It is really fucking good though. Um, go in without spoilers if you haven't. If you can go in without spoilers, um, I because should be able to. The ending is so good if you don't know what's coming. Okay. Um and uh yeah. Um and, and Dungeons and Dragons is really fun. It's a nice palate cleanser after seeing uh John Wick, which is just over the top ridiculous action. It's kind of a lighthearted kind of fantasy comedy. And it's okay. really funny. Like, um yeah, it's 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 actually really funny. I was I was pleasantly surprised by how much I like Dungeons and Dragons. Um really. Yeah, and I had a guy next to me in the movie theater who did something really weird. Um, did, did he touch you? No. Okay. Because um, we were we were sitting there and we're they're showing the trailers and they show uh, the Guardians trailer obviously because Guardians of the Galaxy is the next big Disney mm-hmm. release, so they show that. And the guy next to me, who I've never met before in my life, turns to me and goes, "Did you see there's a car in the parking lot with the license plate that says I am Groot?" And the parking lot is fucking massive because it's not just a movie theater, but it's also like a Burlington and a Marshalls and like a gym and like a home center. There's like a fuck ton of stuff in this parking lot. So it's a huge ass parking lot. I think you might be making fun of somebody with like a disability. Based on what? Your story. There's nothing in there that says he was special needs. Well, I mean... I don't know. It just sounds like such an innocent question that that's all I can think. And I'm like, no, I didn't see that. So he pulls up on his phone. He took a picture of this person's license plate. And I'm like, yes, I think he just wanted to be your friend. It's still weird behavior. Yeah. Peter couldn't make it this week because he was busy. But I think he would have my side on this. I, but I think he would see my point. I don't think he would. I think I I think I I think I'm I'm right on this one. This is weird behavior. Mm-hmm. Weird behavior of somebody with special needs. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that was fun. Um, what else was there? You haven't seen Shazam yet. That Shazam was really not good. I'm not gonna go see that. Yeah, I would. I would. Uh, if you have respect for cinema or your time or yourself, I would say don't see Shazam in a theater. It's not worth it. I certainly have respect for my time. <laughs> Um, because I, I heard a review and someone was talking about it, and it's like it feels like a very long Power Rangers movie, and I was like, that's probably why. While I was watching, I was like, this is not bad. But it it it's like it it does kind of feel like that, but not as mm. good as the twenty seventeen Power Rangers movie. Um, but anyway, we're here to talk about the Mandalorian, but we do have a little bit of Star Wars news to okay. to talk about before we get to that. And I, I tried to do this yesterday, so Jeff Snyder who was a alleged insider, um, reported that we're not getting one announcement in two weeks at Star Wars Celebration of a new movie. We're getting three new movies announced. Ooh. Um, now, for those of you who don't remember, Star Wars currently has two dates still on the calendar. Um, because this year there was supposed to be a movie that was supposed to be the Rogue Squadron movie with Patty Jenkins that has since been canceled. 
the next movie was supposed to be in 2025, and the next movie after that was going to be in 2027, and Avatar was going to alternate in the alternating years. So next year, there's a new Avatar movie, Avatar 3, uh, which is like Revenge of the Fire Nation or some bullshit like that. Um, and I'm not even kidding. That's not even a joke. That is literally they're going to the Fire Tribe next. And I'm like, do we really need to get <laughs> one for one do Avatar The Last Airbender? Um, so. I think that's what's happening. So we already have the Water Tribe and we have the Air Tribe. Now we just need the Earth Tribe and the Fire Tribe. And then we got all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but that's next year. But between we don't have a movie this December, except for it's a shame. This year's December movie is fucking Aquaman 2. Oh, is that not something that you like? Um, I haven't heard anything positive about Aquaman 2. Um, They haven't put out a trailer for Aquaman 2. They haven't put out Mm -hmm. images of Aquaman 2. And the only thing we know about Aquaman 2 is that um, Ben Affleck is reprising as Batman again. And I'm like, that doesn't feel like a good thing you're selling for your Aquaman movie. Is that but Ben Affleck's in it? Come see it. Like, (laughs) no. Um, so, So, yeah, so... The question is, what three Star Wars movies are they going to announce? Um, and I I think that it is. Now, also, Damian Lindelof also departed. And and the issue with recording these as far in advance as we do is that we were talking about the Damian Lindelof movie um, mm-hmm. last week. And then Damian Lindelof left the project um, between us recording and the episode going up on Wednesday. Oh, that's funny. So he had left the project. He had completed the script. Handed in the script and then said, fuck off, I'm done, and left the project. And they have a new writer on now. Um, oh, wow. Which I just interpreted as, for whatever reason, Lucasfilm wants their writers in these giant multi year contracts. And if you're a writer, you have that, but you also have an exclusivity agreement during that where it's like you can't work for any other studio. So, like, mm-hmm. as, like, if you're a writer, why would you want to be locked into that? And I think that's a valid issue that, you know, he's going to be like, I'm done with this. If you need rewrites on the fly or if you need to do reshoots, go to someone else. My hands are clean of this. You guys do what you're going to do with it now. Um, Mm -hmm. Which, if that's the case, I can respect that. And again, I have no insiders. I'm just speculating on that. So that movie is probably going to be announced. And I think we've been saying that movie's probably going to be announced, um, especially considering they want to shoot next month and they're holding Star Wars Celebration in England. I think they can just be like, here's the cast, here's the director, here's the writer. They're here for celebration. After celebration's over, they're going to shoot the movie. Or they can be like, oh, they're on set now. Here they are on set. Like, they can do something like that. Um, Then for the movie after that, I think the most likely candidate is Taika Waititi, who did Thor Love and Thunder and Thor Ragnarok. He's doing a Star Wars movie. I think that's the most likely candidate for that. Um, hmm. I think that could be interesting. And the third one, who's also allegedly developing a Star Wars movie, um, we haven't heard anything about it since the announcement, is Sean Levi, or Levy, um, who you may not know the name, but did you see Free Guy, the movie with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. That the, yep. the guy who directed that is working on a Star Wars movie, too. Oh, okay. So I think that's the third likely announcement. Because um, I think the Feige movie is done. I think Kevin Feige's movie is dead in the water. I think his was with Chloe Zhao. Um, and I think that following Eternals, 
and following Last Jedi, Star Wars is not when I take a chance on the divisive, which 100% you would get with Chloe Zhao, um, where people who understand good movies will like it, and people with shitty opinions won't like it. Um, which is an attack on anyone who didn't like Eternals, not Last Jedi. Uh, I just want to clarify that before we get the uh, the hate, you know, thing about that. Um, and I think that the... Um, Patty Jenkins is dead in the water. Not her as a person. I mean, her movie is dead in the water. And um, th there was one other one that... Um, oh, um, the one that the, the duo that did Game of Thrones, um, Benioff and Weiss, they were developing a movie. That's been canceled. The only person who was developing a movie that ha that their movie hasn't been outright canceled is Ryan Johnson. Hmm. And right now he's still playing in Knives Out World. So he might come back to it after doing that. So he could even be the 2029 movie. Because I think he has one more Knives Out movie on his um, on his uh, contract with Netflix. And then he can come back and do that for 2029. Um, I think, though, that if Rise of Skywalker is any indication, they want to stay as far away from The Last Jedi as possible. So I would not be surprised if they quietly kind of shoved that away and just pretended it never existed. Hmm. Um, do you have any thoughts? Sounds dramatic. Do you have further thoughts? Long enough for me to take a drink. Um nope. Thanks, I appreciate it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to begin with, I was only half listening anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it went on for a long time. <laughs> Although when I give you notes, you're like, I don't, I didn't read the notes, so I don't give you notes. And you're like, I wasn't listening. What notes? You never given me notes. I've given you notes in the past. When we were, when we were doing thirty minute reviews way back in like 2015, 2016, I would send you a list of what we were doing, and like a, a full outline of what we were doing in the episode. And I would give and, and be like, okay, did you read it? No. Did you watch the movie? No. Okay, but you picked to watch Red Dawn. You didn't watch it. No. It's not true. I had watched Red Dawn. You got the quote wrong when we were. Yeah, up. so <laughs> just because I don't have the same affinity for it as you as you and you and Peter. Which is we had no affinity because we didn't pick the movie. You picked the movie. Well, how the heck am I you didn't tell me I needed to memorize a quote, like Well, it's the most famous quote in the movie. Okay. Um well, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, I think that's the most likely candidate for those three movies. Um, the other big story is that allegedly Ahsoka is going to have a time jump in it. Um, the same way that they did uh, a time jump in House of the Dragon. Um, That'll be cool. Yeah. Right? Or... No, I'm fine with that. Okay. Because um, they, uh, I think part of it should take place, like, immediately after um, Revenge of the Sith, not Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Return of the Jedi, and then it's gonna jump several years later to be the continuing adventure. Because so they have to do, I think, doing the the rescue of Ezra, um, is like first half of the season, and then second mm -hmm. half of the season is them in the unknown regions, combating the First Order, the rise of the First Order. Hmm. Um, 
because have you caught up on the Mandalorian by chance? Are you up to date on No. season four? Okay, so I'll keep my thoughts to myself then on why I think that's the case. Um, Okay. especially considering the rumor of who else is going to appear this season, um, if it's accurate, um, I think it a hundred percent indicates that all this stuff they're doing is rise of the first order, which I'm okay with because I think that one of the things that You know, and we'll, we'll use this to segue into the Mandalorian discussion. One of the things that Dave Filoni has always done very well with Star Wars is um, recontextualize what we already knew. So, like, the Clone Wars as a show, the, the, the 3D series that ran for seven seasons, does a lot to recontextualize the fall of Anakin Skywalker and give us more information as to how that happened and what happened with the Jedi and everything that went down in the Clone Wars. So that way, when he has his fall in Revenge of the Sith, it feels less like this is just happening because the plot of the movie demands it. It feels more like, oh, there's an organic reason this is happening. And then shows like Andor, which you didn't like because of poor taste, but you didn't like Andor. But like Rebels 2 gives a, um, what's it called? <laughs> you didn't even call me out on that one. Um <laughs> Um, Mm hmm. I'm listening. Rebels, um, and rebels both recontextualized the rise of the or the what the empire did to cause the rise of the rebellion, um, and then allegedly resistance does the same thing for the resistance between episodes eight and nine. But I haven't watched it. Um, but it just provides more information, more side information for the characters, so we know who they are and why they're doing what they're doing over the course of the show. Um. And if what they're going to do with these other shows, namely Skeleton Crew and Ahsoka, is recontextualize how the First Order came into being, I think that is a adventure worth taking. Because that's my biggest issue with the sequel era, is there is no context given for how that happened, hmm. besides the ex expanded material. But, like, if you jump into that movie, it's like, well, why is the Empire still a thing? And why are they called the First Order now? And, mm -hmm. and you know, how did this happen? And what's the role of the Resistance compared to the New Republic? And there are so many issues that go into that that isn't explained properly. They kind of need to take these steps. And I think that this is a, a adventure worth taking. Mm. Do you have any further thoughts? Yeah. I'm sorry. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> yes i think that that's that would be a, a cool thing i agree okay <laughs> i'm tired um i bet it's like nine o'clock this morning um <laughs> is that early for you for the weekends it is yes oh my goodness um i'm I've been up since like six. So, but didn't you have a half day? Half work day. You could have napped. But I didn't. Okay. Because I wouldn't sleep tonight. I still have to write a review tonight. And I got to write my weekly streaming recap. Um, And when I inevitably make a joke that you're like, you got to cut that, I'm going to cut that. So, I got to cut this episode too. <laughs> You've had a long night, then. <laughs> like, there's been like we. I think we've had three consecutive episodes where you're like, "Oh, don't say that." 
Well, you keep saying things that you shouldn't say. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, because it, like I had, a, I had a a barn burner of a of a Jonathan Majors joke lined up. But by the way, and can he like he picked the worst possible day to assault that poor girl because I said. Earlier that day, I did a podcast episode where I'm talking about because his new movie got a release date, Magazine Dreams. And I'm like, he's gonna get nominated for Best Actor for this. And I saw that it got uh, like December 8th, it comes out. And I'm like, I said, it, I did an episode of Beware of Spoilers. And I'm like, oh, that movie came out December 8th. So I'm gonna add it to the calendar. And I was like, man, he is on top of the world. Nothing can go wrong for this guy. And then that night, I go on my phone that Jonathan Major's arrested for assault in New York City. I'm like, God fucking damn it. He can't just let me have this. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Can't let um, you have it. I did have a... I'll bleep this, because this is the one worth bleeping. Um, because I, when when I saw Ant-Man... No, when I saw Creed 3, um, I, I had to stop myself from saying, I really hope Jonathan Majors... Oh. <laughs> I, I asked yeah. Peter... I asked Peter, should I say that? And when he's like, no, don't say that. I was like, yeah. it's probably a good idea. So that, now I do have something to cut. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Um, yeah, so what are your thoughts on the first season of Mandalorian? What were your expectations going into it before you saw it the first time in 2019? Um, what were your... What did you think about it as you watched it? Um, so I was pleasantly surprised. At how much, at how good it was, and how much I liked it. Um, when I first watched it, I know that I was, I definitely, I don't know, I liked it. They they'd done a good job with it. And I think it was interesting. I do too. And it was very it was, different. Yeah, it was really cool to see a story that wasn't just about a Jedi and expand upon the world. But there's not a lightsaber the until universe. a post credit scene. Right. Um. Right. I think it's kind of universally agreed that one episode on Tatooine is kind of entirely pointless, and no one likes that episode. Yes, the one I think where they know which one you're talking about. The one where about. they introduce Ming Na Wen, and it's like he's got to help the other oh. guy who's being hunted, and it's like yes. Ming Na Wen is great, and I love her character, and like I think she was the only thing I liked in Book of Boba Fett, besides the two episodes that are just Mandalorian episodes. Um, but I think it was kind of a um, What's it called? I think it was kind of a weird, you know, the the rest of the episode is weird, and I forgot who the actor is who's acting opposite Pedro Pascal in that episode, who's like the bounty he's got to keep safe from. Um, I forgot her character's name, but the but Ming Na one who played Mulan, um, it, he's just terrible. Hmm. Um, Werner Herzog is doing work that is way above the show, also. Like, he's bringing a gravitas to his, you know, to his uh, dialogue that's just so funny when compared to everyone else. Who? Werner Herzog, the guy who's, like, the guy who hires Mando to go get um, Grogu. Oh. The German guy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Carl Weathers is great. Um, Carl Weathers going... Like, going in and being like, Mendo! Like that every time he sees him. Which is kind of <laughs> funny, because, like, they never named... Like, they took them, like, a season and a half to name Grogu. But I think it took them, like, the entire fucking season to name him Din. Like, they don't call him Din Jaren until, like, the finale. 
So he's just Mando for the first bunch mm-hmm. of episodes. And I'm like, all right, that's fine, I guess. I don't have a problem with that. Um, oh, good Lord. Um, but yeah, it's a, um, it's a funny kind of, uh, situation with that. Um, I don't know. I, I, and, and like, how did you feel about Cara Dune? Um, cause I remember something happened when Cara Dune made her debut that I was like, this is just the funniest fucking man on the planet because people were complaining about, I mean, look, they didn't call it woke in 2019. No, did they call it woke in 2019? I don't remember, but like people were like, <laughs> People complained it woke. Complained Star Wars was woke the entire time Disney has bought it, and then the first clip of the Mandalorian, all those people stopped bitching for two weeks, and then Episode Three, Cara Dune shows up, and all of a sudden it's like, what? Uh, the girl who's not on the show anymore because she uh, oh, attacked yeah. Pedro Pascal and his his transgender sister. Yes, the really um, really buff chick. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but like. It was like as soon as she kind of like, oh, look at this woke bullshit, and it's like, okay, so what you're saying is you just don't like women, like because mm-hmm. there's no women in the first two episodes, and then now here's one. It's like, oh, look, it got woke, and it's like, all right, shut the fuck up. Um, mm-hmm. and like, and and look where she ended up. She's playing a secret service agent in a Daily Wire movie about the Hunter Biden investigation that made it like ten dollars. It also has one of the coolest like female fight scenes. Was that season one or season two? Oh shoot! I think that was season two when they're on the when it's um the the night watch with uh Bo-Katan and the oh, okay. the wrestler girl and shoot yeah we'll get to that eventually but yeah um where does season, season one leave off? Season one leads off with on uh, Navarro um them trying to get Grogu the Empire and it's Moff Gideon with his legions attacking um like a bar that they're all holed up in and he has to take his mm, mask off. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um uh, okay. The season season two is the I've heard it called the Glup Shido season. Have you heard have you seen the Glup Shido meme? No. Okay, so it's like it's it's like every time there's a new Star Wars show, all the Star Wars fans are like, oh my god, look, it's Glup Shido. He's from this book that came out 30 years ago. Everyone be happy, Glup Shido is here. And it's like, that's that's kind of what season two is, where it's like, here's Bo-Katan, or Bo-Katan, and here's Ahsoka, and here's Luke Skywalker, and here's this person, and here's this, and it's like, and here are the Death Troopers from um, Shadow of the Empire, the Nintendo mm-hmm. 64 game, and it's like, alright, like, Oh, here's Boba Fett. Like, we get it. Mm-hmm. Um, like season one is better, but the thing is, it's like if you go back and watch season one, I think part of it is it's not the sequel. Well, the sequels aren't great. Um, but very specifically, eight is divisive. Um, Last Jedi is a divisive movie. Uh, whether you like it or not, you can't really say it's not divisive. I'm more positive on it than I would say about half the population. Um, but I think that it we'll, we'll get to that eventually when we get to the sequels. But I think that it is a, you know, it's a competently made movie, whatever. Um, like Force Awakens, I think a lot of people soured on by the time this movie, by the time the show came out. Rogue One is universally loved. I've never met someone who doesn't like Rogue One. 
And if they did, I'd be suspect of them. Um, the Pokemon was good. Um, Solo, not great. Mm -hmm. And um, what was the other one? Um, Rise of Skywalker, also not great. Um, so by the time this comes out, this just hits the bar of being good. So it's like, all right, it works. And look, I'm not saying the show is bad. I'm just saying that it's it's being held up higher because of the rest of the shit around it being as bad as it was. Because hmm. it's the like at the time before Andor, it was the best of the Disney era Star Wars stuff. With the Mandalorian two, Mandalorian season, season two, one. season one. Oh, season one. I thought it was pretty good. I know that I was pleasantly surprised. Because like, maybe I, I thought that it, I was so prepared for it to just shit the bed that when it everything didn't, else had I was up okay. Until that point. Yeah. Because like I think we're doing Thrawn next week, and I think I have like I have a feeling that I'm gonna have issues with Thrawn that you don't have. Um, but yeah, I think that this is a um. Like, it's a competently made show. I'm not taking anything away from it. And it is entertaining. It's just... It's it's the kind of thing where it's, like... It's just episodic, and it goes through its thing. And you, you get to, you know, see the continued adventures of Baby Yoda and Mando. Because they didn't get named until the finale. And it's just like, alright, continue on. Let's see how it goes. And it's entertaining. So, you know, what's there to complain about? Mm -hmm. um, but it's just... I think that if I had to choose to rewatch The Mandalorian Season 1... Or anything else that they did on Disney Plus for Star Wars. I would pick probably anything else above it besides Book of Boba Fett. Okay. Because I think even Kenobi has some moments in every episode that I'm like, alright, this is cool. Like... When it gets to episode three and there's that fight between Obi-Wan and Vader, and it's like it's a mm -hmm. shitty fight, but I'm like, here we go. Like, I'm here for this. Yeah. And that fight in the finale is so good where he breaks the mask. Like I think it was really good for when it came out. Like because right. we had had so many shitty movies prior. And but now that they've kind of redeemed themselves with some some other more quality, you know, movies or shows. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't really have that rewatchability to go right. back and want to watch it again, because you know, with that reflection, without having just, the like, without yeah. having the the surrounding like, here's the other things that came out recently to be like, oh, this is really good in comparison. It mm -hmm. does like like watching this season when this season of Mandalorian started, this current one, season three, I wasn't as excited. Because my first thought was, this can't live up to what Andor just did. Like, I, hmm. I, 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 like going in, I'm like, this will not be as good as Andor, so I'm hesitant to go mm -hmm. in. Like, I'm, I'm not as gung-ho about it. Like, the next show I'm excited about is Ahsoka. Because they're doing something new, and I really like, I really like what they've done with the character Ahsoka. Um, like, my camera's been slowly migrating, you didn't say anything. There we go. Huh? Um, so my camera's been very slowly migrating, like this way. Like it's been very slowly going like this. I didn't notice. Oh, okay. Um, but I think that like with this, it's like I didn't and and from what I've seen in season three so far, and I'm up to date. Um, 
they're dipping into the Andor playbook a little bit. Like, season, mm-hmm. episode three is basically an episode of Andor. It's set almost entirely on Coruscant, talking about what the New Republic's doing. Hmm. And it's, it's a really cool idea. Um, and then the, the fourth episode, oh my god, I have a feeling you might really like it, because um, they show how Grogu escaped the Jedi Temple, who rescued him from the Jedi Temple. Oh, really? Yeah. And, hmm. Maybe and, I I do have to watch it. I haven't. I've not kept up to date on it. It's um, it, it's it's. You're not going to recognize him, but he's been in a Star Wars thing before. It's just okay. he was very heavily CG'd. Um, the first time we saw this guy. Okay. Um, yeah, it's cool. Um, but it's, and the other thing that, that the Mandalorian did that in season one that kind of got me a little bit like, you know, oh, I understand why they did this now. Um, excuse me. The week before, um, Rise of Skywalker comes out. The episode where they show Grogu doing force healing is mm-hmm. released, and that because Ray does force healing in the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, so it's to show that power exists, and I'm like, you didn't really need to do that because, like, wasn't that Kai ID Mundy's entire thing? Was like besides fucking anything that moved, he also did um what's it called? He also did have uh um force healing abilities. Who the, the guy with the giant like thing on his head, like this tall, like on the Jedi Council in episode three, who gets oh. killed on yeah. His his species um was endangered and he was one of the last males alive. So he had special permission from the Jedi Council to fuck a lot. And have a lot of kids. Okay. And that's canon. So you're welcome. Okay. Um, but yeah, he um that was his thing too, was he was a force healer. And force healing has existed in the video games as a video game mechanic because it's a good way to, you know, restore your health, but you know, it is what it is. Um so I, I think too that when we talk about like, you know, with what this season is doing, if it continues to do what it's doing where it's we have four episodes left this in in this season. If it continues to fill in the blanks about Grogu's backstory, I think that's an adventure worth taking. Okay. Um, because it's like, okay, I want to see how this guy ended up where he was when when Mando found him. And if that's how the season ends, is telling that story uh, mm-hmm. until 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 Mando finds him. That's I think that's a worthwhile endeavor. And I think too, it it does the more like I could see Quinlan Vos showing up. Um, okay. Because they already referenced him in Obi Wan Kenobi, and I was like, "Fuck yes, let's have Quinlan Vos show up." Um. And uh, yeah, I think that it's you know there are a few things I would like them to do, um, but they don't let me do anything with Star Wars, so I don't, <laughs> I, I don't get to tell them what yeah. to do. Um, but like I'm watching the Bad Batch, and I'm like, it would be so fucking cool if they did a Clone Rebellion. Yeah. Like. Because, like, have you been watching The Bad Batch this season? Oh, no, I haven't kept up on that either. I watched the first couple, and then I kind of forgot about them. It's so good. It's basically the entire thing of how the Empire treats the clones like absolute shit for the entire season. And how the clones react to being treated like shit. Oh, that's kind of cool. There's an episode that's almost entirely Senate hearings, 
where it's just what can we get a conscripted army instead of the clones and about mm-hmm. how Palpatine's pulling the strings to get the conscripted army and even when he loses he still wins since he still pulls it to get the conscripted it's such a good episode and hmm. then they they do this one where it's like it was a few weeks ago it's basically entirely self-contained where crosshair the one who was the bad guy in season one yeah kind of he um he goes it, it's he gets dispatched to how about with this thing with this conscripted imperial officer and he goes and helps another clone and they go off to find these things that got stolen by raiders and they go all the way off to get it they get stuck in an avalanche and he's got to drag the other clone back and he mm-hmm. gets back to the base i'm going to spoil it for you because it's such a good episode no no gets... no don't spoil okay. it okay but yeah don't it's spoil it. it's so good and then also they in the episode they just did it plays on something that they just did on the Mandalorian. So the two work so well together mm-hmm. um, in episode three. I, If they can keep up this caliber of storytelling into Ahsoka and into Skeleton Crew, um, I'm very excited. Um, but we also have uh, Visions coming up, and you're not excited about that, but... Visions? Yes. Oh, uh, well, that's two. the one with the... Yeah. Anime. Yeah. No, I'm not. It wasn't... I didn't... I wasn't a fan. Um... I liked some of them. We'll get around to that one day. But um, I think we've already talked about them. Did we do on visions a, on something? I think we passively talked about it visions a few weeks ago, right? And it didn't have, but it wasn't. Um, it doesn't need an episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, um, we've, already, we've talked about it. It'll come up again. It's not canon. No, it's not. But neither is a lot of what we talk about. Um, what was I looking for? Uh, the drive, so I can look at the rankings, so we can see where we want to rank season one of the Mandalorian. Um, I'll let you do this one. Oh, you'll you'll let me have full say. Yeah. Can I can I use my full say to move Andor? No. Okay. Um. So our rankings. <laughs> so our rankings so far. Uh, number one, we have Empire Strikes Back. Number two, we have A New Hope. Number three, we have Return of the Jedi. Number four, we have Kenobi Under My Protest. Number five, we have Dooku Jedi Lost. Number six, we have The Bad Batch Season 1. And number seven, we have Somehow Andor. Um, the inherent problem that we have here is that I can't put this higher than Andor. In good conscience. Okay. So it's got to be number eight. Wow, that low. Well, we can't put I I I can't the, no rational human being would say that it's better than Andor. <laughs> what else is it better than? Um I would say it's better than season 1 of the Bad Batch. No. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say it's better than season 1 of the Bad Batch. Yeah, I think it's I think it's safe to put it at number 8. Down at the bottom. Okay. Which I think part of it is the reason why it's so low um, is because we um, Mandalorian season one. I think part of the reason why it's so low is because we've only done good stuff so far. Yeah. We haven't gotten to the the we, we've only been doing the best. We haven't gotten to the shit yet. Like we haven't gotten to the Crystal Star or the Outbound Flight or the Quartet of Princess Leia or um or anything like the, the the princess and the scoundrel or anything like that yet. So mm-hmm. um when we start getting to that stuff, um 
we will, you know, Mandalorian will be bumped up higher. But we because we've been starting out with the stronger entries, it's it's still pretty it's pretty low on the list. Which also puts it at number three for television show. Uh, the Mandalorian season one. Yeah, fuck. Um, I have my microphone on my keyboard. Hence the ah uh, fuck. Uh, and then in canon, it is number seven. Mendo season one, and that is it. So we do have a question. Um, from a listener. <gasps> really? Yes. Are we Nobody going to cover? Does that. Are we going to cover Star Wars comics? Oh, I would love to. <laughs> I really would. I would love to. But, but I Adam do not have the. No. I don't have any, and that can be an expensive hobby. <laughs> See, here's here's the here's the thing um, about the world. I, I don't know if you knew this. There's this great thing that everyone has everywhere in the United States. It's called a library. I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere. You think they're gonna have the library? Is that is a tough shed? Your wait, your library is that shitty? Yes. Okay, if you get a, do you have a library card? No, not to the tough shed full of books. I have more in my house. Well, okay, let let me let me just take a deep breath real quick. If you get a library card, oh my goodness, you can with your library card you can log into with an app called Libby. Oh, have you okay. heard of this app? And no. what you can do with this app is you can read eBooks and get audiobooks for free. Oh. If your library But has I don't it. want an audiobook of a comic. That's why you get the ebook. What? That's why you get the ebook. Oh, that's why I get the ebook. Okay. But that's how I read uh the Vader comic. Oh, okay. We could do that. Yeah. Um It's gonna take me a long time to get a library card. Well, you get a bill or your ID. You drive to the library. You're like, hello, I would like a library card. And they're like, okay, here's a paper you I, write down your name I on. I don't think the library is open very much. I don't think it's, it's closed as often as you think it is. I, or is there a, a local college near you, like a community college? Because the alternative is you enroll in one class and pay $600 <laughs> and get access to their college library. <laughs> um, which would also give you what you need. No. Um, <laughs> Thank you for the but suggestion. But I'll get one. But no. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. But like I, on on the Libby app, like I have that's where I, I get a lot do. of my audiobooks. Because like Audible, you only get the one credit a month. You could just give me your login. That is also true. I think I can just give you. I can send you my library card. I have to find. I have to do my own. No, I can just send you a picture of my library card, and you just sign in. Oh, oh, okay. I think. I gotta figure out how you sign into this app. But yeah, I think that's all you have to do. Okay. Um, yeah, one card here, no card in other libraries. Or I can give you my grandmother's. My grandmother ha it has the New York City Public Library, and mm -hmm. she doesn't use it. 
And the New York City Public Library is like the Library of Alexandria at this point, where it's at every fucking book in the history of humanity, including, like, two of mine. Really? Yeah, they're in the New York Public Library. Granted, that's pretty cool. key piece of information that I'm omitting, I donated them. Oh. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I, like... Smart, though. Yeah, so... Um, which, speaking of which, we may have a stealth release this year. We're Actually, we may have two stealth releases. I'm working on a 10th anniversary edition of Family is Forever, because that book turns 10 this year. Which mm-hmm. is one of those things that when I when I got when I saw that, I was like, oh fuck, I'm old. <laughs> um, because I wrote that book 10 years ago. So I'm Uh-oh. I'm in the process of making a, a 10th anniversary edition. I got cool cover art for it um that I used AI art generator to make. That's cool. Um and uh I I I did you know Twisted Sister put out a Christmas album? Mm, I don't think so. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I discovered that very recently. And their cover of Oh Come All Ye Faithful made me start working on another script that wasn't in the plan. Um, but that could get a December stealth release. Oh, okay. Um, and there'll be more detailed on that in the future. Um, so do you have anything else that you want to address before we wrap up for today? No. Because we're at about an hour and I'm hungry and I haven't eaten since I had my burrito for lunch at like noon. No. Um which is better than usual. Like I ate something today, which I mm-hmm. normally don't, but um and I've been good. I haven't had soda in like three days. Good for you. You had headaches? Oh yeah. That's the fun part of this is that you know when you cut out the soda you're also cutting out caffeine. Um mm-hmm. Which is fun. But like what I did, I think I said it to you last week. No, I said it to my sister last week and she gave me so much shit for it. Um, where it's like, I said, okay, so I have a case of soda in my car. I'll finish that case of soda. And then after that, I won't drink soda anymore. Which yeah. I think is a valid way to do things. Mm-mm. Like at $7 a case, I'm not going to throw away four cans of soda. I'll, I'll finish out the four cans of soda. Or I had like six, I had three days worth. But I, I wasn't going to, you know, Thrown away. So I started. So starting Thursday, I haven't had soda. I had Snapple, but I haven't had soda. But that was because that's all I had in the in the hospital. Um, they didn't uh, have water. Now look, I'm not paying for bottled water in a hospital. We're going to pay three fifty for a bottle of water because I got you by okay, the short the, hairs. The Snapple is almost just as bad. I, isn't this naked have just as much sugar as Snapple? The naked comes from good nutrients. Snapple's not the same. Snapple's a freaking juice. It's a, it was an iced tea, actually. All right, so even worse. <laughs> okay, so we're back to one day then. We'll count. We'll, we will count that as a relapse, and okay. we're back to one day. I feel like Please. I'm an. <laughs> I should probably bleep that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. That's a record now. We have two things to bleep out in this episode. Uh-huh. Um, so, so yeah. So, before I say anything else, do you want to do your Star Wars joke? Um, I don't have one offhand. Will I bring up the calendar? I'm sorry. That's, the, that's your job. I know. I didn't realize we were at the end. Um. So, while she does that... I will fill you in on the schedule. So today is Wednesday the 29th. We are doing the Mandalorian episode one. 
tomorrow we'll be doing a review of Spinning Gold over on Beware of Spoilers. That's the movie about the history of Casablanca Records. We'll be picking up with our 30-minute reviews discussion of The Outer Banks Season 1 on Thursday as well. Friday, oh, that might move. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm buying Resident Evil 4. Um, we'll be talking about Tetris on April 1st, the new movie on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, and we will also be doing, uh, next week, we have a fuck, a fuck ton of movies. We have the Super Mario movie, we have Paint, and we have, there's one other one, Air, um, all coming out next week. Um, for those of you who are enjoying the back catalog files on 30-minute reviews, the next few games for that will be Thrillville Off the Rails, Tiny Detours, Octopath Traveler, and Before We Leave. And the next few weeks on this show, so Josie, you may want to listen to this, our next week, we have Thrawn. The week after that, we have The Force Unleashed, the video game. The week after that, we have The Phantom Menace. And we can probably move this in case you can't finish it by that point, but The Bad Batch Season 2 for the 26th of April. Okay. And as usual, if you want to find any of this information, if you go to multipleworldproductions.com slash calendar, you can see the full Google Calendar for everything for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So do you want to go out on your joke? What's a stormtrooper's favorite store? The what? one next to the t- to Target. Ah, uh, that's funny. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good. That feels like an NPR thing. Ah, oh, that's a funny joke. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um. Yes, indeed, it was. <laughs> my my favorite. That is also my favorite store because the store next to Target for me is Best Buy. Okay. thanks for sharing (laughs) it's like i I feel like the way my mom feels going into ulta that's how i feel going into um into best buy where it's like i'll just go in there and just wander around for like 45 minutes and then walk out buying one thing i didn't need you're giving me the look like you should probably cut that too (laughs) that wasn't bad though that was not a bad joke i've made that joke to my mom too so it's okay yeah, your mom. Oh man. <laughs> or, oh, oh, she doesn't listen. Oh, you don't goodness. listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're on the show. Um, um. But yeah, everything's going to shit right now. Everything's going to shit. Yeah, my microphone fell, and then my camera pivoted upward toward the ceiling. I was like, where did you go? <laughs> no, my camera. I, I I made the mistake of trying to drink some of my naked and uh, the camera shot up to the ceiling. I've been trying to work the word naked in the conversation in an awkward way, referring to the drink, um, but I haven't been able to figure that out over the last hour. But but don't worry, I was trying to like for good content to make that joke. It didn't do very well. No. Um, what's the flavor? Strawberry banana. Hmm. They also had mango, and it's like I like the mango snapple, but I don't know if I would like mango, like real mangoes. I like their berry. Oh, you don't think you'd like real mango? Well, I know there's a lot of sweetener in snapple. I think you would like it. Like, I gotta... Like, that's the I, thing, is I'm trying to learn what I like. Mango's like the sweetest fruit. Maybe I'll try it next time. It's also like $3 for this little-ass bottle, so I may try it next time I get paid. It's like, it's not even the same amount as a bottle of soda. And you're paying $3 for it. For the nakeds? Yeah. Oh. 
three thirty for for the strawberry banana naked, and it's fifteen point two ounces. That's expensive. Yeah. So I, I've tried a lot of different protein shakes over mm-hmm. the years, and I have a favorite right now. That flavor on it is just fantastic. Which it's one? Super high. It's a keto one, but oh. it's, so it's super high in fat and protein, um, and so I don't know. It's just really good. Have you tried the core protein shakes? No. They're really good. If you get the there's one that's got like forty six grams of protein, it tastes like you're drinking pudding though. That doesn't sound like that's very good for you. It's got 46 grams of protein in it. And it's got very little yeah, sugar. Yeah, but what, how much? Oh, okay. How many carbs? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. I used to get that when I was working at Walgreens. How much but fiber? I mean, I, I wasn't looking that intensely. I saw on the front it had 46 grams of protein, and I'm like, that's good for you. So I would get that. That's good for you. <laughs> As Josie launches Despite... green tea out of her nose. <laughs> it's lemonade. Oh, okay. Is that the Dole Lemonade? Nope. Have you had the Dole Lemonade? It is really good. It is so good. Like It is very good. It's better than the Minute Maid, and I think it's better for you than the Minute Maid. Mm. Mm-hmm. It um, is. It's, it's very good. Yes, but... They don't sell it anywhere around here. You don't have I've Stop and Shop seen... up there? Nope. What supermarket do you have up there? We have Shaw's, Hannaford. Oh, okay. Hannaford. Is Hannaford still affiliated with um, Price Shopper? Yes. Shaw's okay. is affiliated with Kroger. Oh, uh, okay. We don't have either. We have ShopRite and Stop and Shop. And we have Lidl now, which is a German place where you can get a gallon of milk for $1.89. That's cool. Everywhere else is like $4 a gallon. Yeah. But everything's more expensive here than it is by you because I live in civilization. Okay. <laughs> People can't see your your uh, your incredulous face when I make comments like that. You know. They can hear it. <laughs> the silent hall. Like okay. Yep. Okay, and I'm not the only one to make fun of where you live because I made a joke about it on a, on another show. Not Ooh. a podcast, a TV show. Where I live? The state you live in. Well, what was the joke? On the office, they they go up to the Nashua branch in uh, in New Hampshire, and it's like um, they don't get many uh, visitors up there because you have to get to the branch by dog sled. <laughs> hey, it's not that bad. <laughs> Didn't you get like three feet of snow over like 24 hours like two weeks ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We still have two feet. And I a lot of it is comment. melted. <laughs> if we have two feet, a lot of it melted. <laughs> and we still have two feet left. But it's like, I was looking at rent, and it's like, I, okay, we'll wrap up on this, but I was looking at, um, I use Zillow to look for apartments. Um, you should try apartment.com. I have that too. But Zillow sends me notifications every day. Um, and what it does is send me a notification like, oh, this is available. And because we used it when we were looking for apartments in Albany for senior year, it still gives me Albany apartments. It gave me the apartment that Peter and I lived in off campus senior year when we started the podcast. It 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 showed me that apartment. That's and I looked cool. at the, I looked at the picture and I was like, Oh, I know this place a little bit. Um 
and you were there once you came you came and visited yeah. once um and the rent has gone up okay so we were paying 800 a month in 2016 how much do you think it is now that's pretty good Ooh. for a two bedroom apartment 14 850 really that's it it's cuz yeah. it's student it's cuz it's student housing it's not student housing though it's not no it's off campus Oh my goodness well whoever owns that is very very nice yeah well a lot of, like the i get notifications daily about what's for for rent in albany to the point where i'm like should i just go back to albany at this point because like mm-hmm. 900 a month for a, for a, for a one-bedroom apartment where i am now you can't get it for less than two grand a month yeah so fun times ahead um but we'll wrap up there for today um so like i said next week we'll be doing uh Thrawn. And to clarify for Josie, because we had this issue last week. Um, when I say we're doing Thrawn, we're doing the 2014 or 2015 Thrawn novel that's called Thrawn by Timothy Zahn. Yes. Okay. Just wanted to make that clear because last week we had an issue where we were going to do Air of the Empire, and we mm-hmm. said Air of the Empire over the course of four weeks leading up to that. And then last week, you're like, oh, we're not doing Thrawn. And I'm like, no, we're still doing Air of the Empire. And then you said, what is Air of the Empire? Is that Thrawn? And I was like, Thrawn's in it. Is the book called Thrawn? And I said, no, it's called Air to the Empire. Yep. That's how it went. <laughs> so, so we're doing Thrawn next week, not Air of the Empire. It is corrected mm-hmm. on the calendar. Um, which yeah. you can also look at the calendar. You know, if you go to the website, it's not just for listeners. You can also consult the calendar. <laughs> so salty. <laughs> well, no, but not just for that. But if there's something else you want to be on, you can look at the calendar and see what else I'm doing. So that way I can work out when to record it so you can be on. Okay. So that way, if you like, there's one episode in April that I would do want you to be on. And that's the documentary exchange we're doing April, the week after Easter. Okay. Were you going to take a Thursday off soon? I'm, I can't take a day off because I use all my sick days when I was projectile vomiting. You but... don't have annual? No. What? Um, are you working Easter Monday? Yeah. Fuck. Um, I work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. What about... Saturday, April 1st. Are you busy on Saturday, April 1st? That's just coming Saturday mm-hmm. this week. Not really, except for... I mean, it, I can't take a whole day. I can't take a whole Saturday. Well, we don't have to do a whole Saturday. If we just do two or three episodes back-to-back, that'd be like, what, three hours? We can just bang it all out. And we can get three episodes done. Um, I can't commit to that day i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know i it, my saturdays are iffy on whether or not i get to actually have them okay because of work this week i can also do friday night after work we can do two back to back because i only have one movie this week and that's spinning gold okay. but i have friday open i can do friday night okay so we can do two back to back on friday night okay um and then if needed I do need you available the weekend of Easter, either probably the eighth we would do it. 
um, because they're probably going to announce something on the seventh, a new movie. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm busy on the eighth. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. What about the tenth at night? I'm gonna go see my friend's puppy. Okay. Um. <laughs> the the one after. Well, because that's the weekend. Because it's like the only reason, the only issue that I have with recording multiple in advance is that that new movie announcement is going to happen probably the seventh. So and like then you the just eighth... insert the other stuff. Oh yeah, I could do that. But we would have to get together and record that. Okay. Like then you can just have some in your back pocket for when I can't show up. Right. So if we do it like that, if we so if like for that week, if we record like the tenth or the eleventh, um. Oh, we're gonna have to move the documentary exchange because Peter's gonna be do traveling. The eleventh, because that's a, it's a Monday and a Tuesday. Well, at night, I mean, if we get started recording all the way until eight p.m. Oh, never mind. Easter Sunday, are you working? Yes. Until what time? Six. Okay, so if, worst case scenario, we could do a half hour. The night on Easter Sunday. Okay. And we can just bang out a bit and I'll just tack that onto the episode in the beginning. Okay. And that that would be on the episode for Force Unleashed. Um okay. so we're all we're all on the same page now. Everything is lined up. And now the listeners know it too, because that was in the episode. So until our next episode, have a great rest of your week. Bye.